This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. 2023, we expect, is going to be a fairly challenging year for many on Wall Street and in business. But what about the private equity markets? As some companies struggle, are there opportunities for private equity to maybe fill in the gaps? Pleasure to be joined once again on the show by Mark Leder, who is uh, co-CEO of Sun Capital Partners. Mark, great to talk to you again. Hope you're doing well. I'm doing very well, and it's great talking to you as well, Dan. All right, so give us the landscape. What's the mindset out there around private equity as uh, we're you know two months into this year right now? So private equity slowed down materially about nine months ago. Once interest rates started going up and lenders got nervous about uh, the economy and they took leverage down, buyers appropriately took valuations down, and sellers had a bit of sticker shock. They wanted 2021 values in mid-2022, but most private equity firms were not willing to pay those prices, so volume was way down. The deals that are getting done are where the sellers are quite pessimistic about the next few years, and they feel that the values at this point are still better than they'll be in a year or two, or where they need to get something done. But volume is way down. Are you seeing sectors where... Maybe some of the opportunities are popping up uh, more so than others? There's, in every economic cycle, industries that are more resilient and others that that suffer. So, for example, I know there's a lot of talk now about will there be a a soft landing, will there be an easy recession or a hard recession. Uh, Certain industries will still do well. Healthcare services, for example, there's still pent-up demand from people not seeing their doctors uh, and seeking treatment from from COVID. Uh, And those businesses are very recession resistant. And then you've got things like travel. There's still pent up demand for travel. You can see it from the hairline and uh, hotel companies. They're all doing great. And I think even with the recession, they're going to sell right through it. How much of a recession do you think we are going to see this year? I think it's a towing cost, whether there's a recession or a soft landing. If it is a recession, I think it'll be a fairly soft and, and short one. Uh, the consumer still is in pretty good shape. You've got unemployment at 3.4%, uh, the lowest rate in, in a long, long time. And uh, I heard at the end of the uh, last interview that people, most people live paycheck by paycheck. But that also means that as long as they're getting a paycheck and think they're going to get a paycheck, they're going to yeah. keep buying the things that they need to live. Uh, so I think with, with unemployment so low, I don't see a severe recession or a long one happening. So then this is obviously it's a it's a scenario that's much different than what we saw back in in 2008 and 2009. Yes, uh, in 2008 and 2009, uh, there was an almost catastrophic problem in, in, in the financial markets with with lenders uh, and confidence in lenders and even confidence in the U.S. government's ability to meet its obligations. So I think what happened then was far worse than what we're facing now, not not even close in, in comparison. Joined by Mark Leder, who is the co-CEO of uh, Sun Capital Partners. You mentioned uh, health care, which obviously has been a big uh, boon uh, to the labor force over the last several years. Uh, are there other sectors that really have drawn your attention recently uh, that, that you're keeping a, a, a relative close eye on? Well, less that we're taking in uh, – keeping an eye on. Uh, we, we invest in, in most industry verticals, so we really look 
deeper into sub-verticals. Uh, so we do a lot in business services, and we recently did a deal in commercial plumbing services. Uh, but there's other business services that are not going to fare as well. So I think you really need to look uh, sub-vertical by sub-vertical. As I mentioned before, I think travel and entertainment and events are going to continue to do very well the next two, three years, irrespective of the economy, because there's just a lot of pent-up demand for those. And and it's I think it's a little bit surprising to me a little bit, Mark, that, you know, we continue to hear these stories about all of the and you mentioned as long as people have jobs, they're going to have cash to spend. But it's seemingly, you know, with that level of people who do live paycheck to paycheck, it's surprising to me to a degree that we have some of the higher spend that maybe that we have right now. But I guess with the you know being pent up during the, the pandemic, people are picking and choosing their spots where to spend that money on some of those entertainment uh, components or, or travel components. Absolutely true. People are definitely being more selective, uh, and they only have so much disposable income. So you, you, you've seen uh, PC demand drop, uh, Apple's uh, phone sales drop, uh, and those categories were doing great during the pandemic, and now that people can travel, they're spending on, on different things. Most people always have to choose where they spend their money. Uh, but as long as they have a job and they believe they'll continue to have a job, they will spend. Uh, and that's what drives the economy. It doesn't matter whether it's an Apple phone or, or a Dell computer or a vacation or a trip. All those things support the economy. Why is it, did you think, we, we got a note from you before about the, the, the area of operational capabilities and why they're more important than, than ever right now? Sure. So... Uh, I think what really positions private equity well is they tend to be a lot more hands-on than some other areas of investment. Uh, And certain firms like ours are particularly operationally focused. Uh, And whether it's a soft uh, and a short recession or a more severe one or no recession at all, there's definitely a lot of macroeconomic headwinds, higher energy prices, higher interest rates, less leverage, less forgiving lenders – uh, inflation, uh, certainly a slowing economy. Uh, so you need to be nimble. You need to plan for the worst and, and hope for the best. Uh, and just most people tend not to plan for the worst. Uh, so that's why I think you see a lot of public companies that underperform in a downturn where the better quality private equity firms work with their management teams to plan for the worst. Uh, and then if things aren't quite as bad, they outperform. And if things are as bad, they're still well positioned. And then there's also an old adage, uh, never waste uh, a crisis. Uh, most people are reluctant to change. Most organizations resist change. But when they do read constantly in the paper about inflation and recession, they get more malleable. So you can yeah. make organizations more efficient. Uh, in more of a crisis environment or difficult environment that we find ourselves in in 2023. Then how much do you think the, the going through the pandemic impacted companies in a lot of those areas as well? Because, you know, pivot and nimble were two of the words that I heard a lot over the last, you know, two and a half years. And, and I'm wondering if if you believe that helped some companies out in, in this process. I think uh, COVID created some, you know, very odd winners and losers uh, that you won't, wouldn't typically see in a recession. Uh, and those are reversing themselves now. 
So, I mean, you see Amazon's business slowing down. You, as I mentioned, you know, PC demand is slowed down. Uh, I do think companies probably have benefited in terms of just trying to be more efficient and understanding that they do need to change uh, given the economy now. Uh, because when COVID hit, you had no choice but to make changes because that was such a severe and quick downturn. So I think companies are probably a bit better prepared now than they would be if it hadn't been for COVID. So how closely are you watching the Federal Reserve right now and, and the rate increases that they've had and, and what we might be seeing over the course of the next several months? Honestly, I think it's pretty clear they're going to raise rates 25 basis points two or three more times. So I'm barely watching it at all because I think it's like watching paint dry right now. Uh, I think they've been clear <laughs> about their plans. Uh, I still don't understand why investors don't believe them. Uh, I do think that they may – uh, stop raising rates maybe a little sooner than they're communicating. Uh, but I, because communicating their plans is also a tool to reduce inflation. Uh, because one of the causes of inflation is the expectation of inflation. So if the Fed is very clear that they're going to uh, stomp it out, whatever the cost, that will in and of itself help stamp out inflation as well as the rate rises that they've uh, implemented. But I think they're going to do another two or three uh, and uh, I, I just think investors should be listening to the Fed and not uh, doubting them. So then does that have you looking even a little bit towards 2024 at this point as to, you know, knowing that some of these components, you know, kind of are baked in right now and what the, you start to think about what the environment is going to be for private equity next year as well? So what's interesting is private equity, when there's a downturn in the credit markets, rising interest rates, less forgiving lenders, less leverage, that tends to be uh, a two- to three-year cycle. It's not something that ends quickly. So I think for the next two to three years, there's going to be great opportunities in private equity because a borrower that's over-leveraged, every 25 basis point increase in rates increases their interest, reduces their, their margin, uh, their cash flow, uh, they blow a covenant. Uh, they get into a negotiation with the lenders. Maybe the equity owner puts some more money in. But then they're going to default again in the third quarter because rates are not coming down. And the problems they're facing, like inflation uh, and labor shortages, are not going away. And lenders might forgive you the first time, but maybe not the second or the third. So typically when you see a downturn like this in credit markets, uh, it is actually really good for private equity opportunities for a good two to three years. Uh, the one exception was COVID, where that came and left so quickly, there really wasn't yeah. uh, as many opportunities that we would have liked to have seen. Mark, always great to have you on the show. Thanks for a few moments today. We will stay in touch. Great. My pleasure, Dan. Have a wonderful weekend, and uh, thanks for uh, for having me. You got it. Uh, Mark Leader, who is a co-CEO of Sun Capital Partners. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.